Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Investor sentiments seem to be improving despite the slowing down of the global economy, especially in Asia. But what's driving this positive sentiment and will this bullish tone of markets continue? Well, joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Olivier Dacier, head of applied research APAC at Contigo. Olivier, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hi, thank you for joining us. So, it seems like every week brings fresh signs that the global economy is slowing down and collateral damage from the ongoing fight between central banks and inflation. How would you describe the current sentiment amongst investors? So it's quite interesting. As you say, you know, we, we, we're getting more and more signs that the mm-hmm. economy is slowing down. But at the same time, sentiment has been picking up since late October, where mm. it was very, very negative. And, and what we see is a lot of that is, is uh, based on an increasing willingness to speculate by a certain segment of the market, right? Okay. We've seen the best performing stocks are the stocks with the worst earnings, uh, mm-hmm. the, the beaten down stocks and, and this and that. So even though the economic picture may look a little bit iffy, mm-hmm. uh, I think the investors may say think inflation may have peaked in the summer together with energy prices mm-hmm. and interest rates may peak soon sometimes during this year. So they'd like to start placing some bets again. And, and those are the ones driving up sentiment right now. Okay, okay. So are there any other reason other than the central bank that might be behind the positive sentiment despite such concerns of a global economic Mm -hmm. slowdown? Well, there's some seasonal reasons. Obviously, January, the start of the year, you start fresh, your performance is zero. You can start with a, a new performance. So there's always a little bit of a, mm. of a freshness uh, in January, people placing new bets. They have the whole year for them to pay out. So right. they, there's a little bit more optimism at that time. That's, that's one thing for sure, yes. Mm-mm. But what could trigger a reverse in sentiment then? So at this point, you know, only really negative news on inflation. Let's say, you know, uh, the uh, energy prices go back up mm-hmm. or prices go back up to 100 and inflation worries start to come back, that that could drag down sentiment as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility that geopolitics might also shake up a little bit of, uh, of investors' confidence. You know, mm-hmm. the war in Ukraine is almost one year old now and it's not showing any signs of, of receding. In fact, nobody's talking about negotiations. They're all talking about escalation. Mm-hmm. So, so nobody really knows when or how this will end. Uh, the U.S.-China relationship seems to be souring a little bit more even. Mm-hmm. So there are some clouds on the horizon, but those are clouds only so far. And and, and as long as the scenario remains uh, kind of soft landing or, or mild recession, mm-hmm. uh, I think investors uh, prefer to stay with, with risk assets. Mm, okay, okay. And has then the risk tolerance been consistently rising? Uh, it has, but again, you know, mostly by the people that are in the market, right? The mm-hmm. people that are not on the market, those people have built uh, defensive portfolios in all of 2021 mm-hmm. when they when they were afraid the central banks were falling behind the curve on inflation. They held those defensive positions in 2022 and it became <laughs> obvious that, yes, central banks were mm-hmm. behind and had to play catch up. And they're still sitting on those right now. Those guys are sitting on the sidelines, which means they're not really participating in the price-fixing uh, mm-hmm. uh, game right now. So we're only seeing a small segment of the market being actively speculating and driving up uh, you know, metrics and, and, and signals uh, related to a willingness to speculate, but it's only a minority of the market right now. Mm-hmm. What about in terms of trading volume? Has the trading volume been rising as well? 
so no, so that's the big missing bit for me to really believe in this uh, in this in this recovery here. Mm-hmm. Uh, average traded volumes among the, the the constituents of major benchmarks is still way below what they were during the first half of last year. So okay. we know that a lot of the investors are still not active, and and they have a reason not to be. Right, you're mm-hmm. getting four four and a half percent on three month treasuries or waiting. So if the the situation is a little bit too uncertain, if you need a little bit more confidence before you invest, you're getting paid to sit on the sidelines right now. Mm. You weren't paid last year or the year before. So this is a big difference. Fear of missing out may may, may have been turned off now. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I mean, we've seen an impressive rally earlier this year and currently markets are a little bit mixed, but it's not always an upward trend in markets, right? So there's an old saying that the first month of the year can determine the way how markets fare for the rest of the year. But give, so given such a rally in markets in the first month, would you say this momentum can continue throughout the year? Well, it's interesting, right? The market is full of these little kinds of sayings. You know, mm-hmm. January you know, says the year, sell in May and go away, those kinds of things, right? So yeah. uh, you never know. But right now what is going into this year was that, you know, the interest rates will peak sometime during the course of the year and uh, we'll have a mild recession somewhere and uh, then central banks will become accommodative again. Mm-hmm. So after a 20% down year last year, I think a lot of people have said, well, let's, let's, let's buy in and sit and, and wait. So mm. I think they did that in January, and they're going to sit and wait now. Mm. I don't think they're expecting really, really bad things. I mean, the, the, the outlook is mostly positive, more for the second half than the first half. So we may have peaked for the first half for the time being. We may be sideways now for the rest of the, the, the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't think that uh, the, the consensus was, generally speaking, that this year would be a slightly up here, mostly towards the second half, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and a big up here next year. So I think investors are willing to put their feet into the markets today and wait. Mm-mm. But would you say 2023 would be kind of different from markets of 2022? Yes, definitely, especially the second half. I think the second half would be more like a mirror image of 2022. Oh, okay, okay. But, you know, market conditions and sentiments, of course, they, as you said, continue to remain uncertain. So what should investors be wary of? So I think the thing that worries investors most is obviously this inflation story mm-hmm. and how long that lasts. Uh I think that you need to keep an eye on that. The rest of the economy seems pretty healthy, right? The job market is healthy. The consumer spending is healthy. So it's really the inflation picture that will dictate when central banks will go from you know, becoming a drag on the economy to becoming a, a help for the mm-hmm. economy. So inflation is one of these things. So uh, an indication of that would be energy prices, obviously. So keep an eye on oil prices mm-hmm. if they're, they're currently around the 80 485 level, if they go back to 100, that's negative news. If they drop below 80, that's positive news. So I think these are kind of the leading indicators that investors will be looking at this year. Mm-mm. Would you say now is the right time to jump into the market? I think we've had a good rally in January, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay more than what we see today. I would mm-hmm. try to bargain my way in over the next few months because mm-hmm. we're not really going to get uh, answers to these big questions in the next uh, few months. It's going to take uh, until the second half of the year until we see really what's going on. So I think you have time to average your way in at every dip. Well, thank you so much, Olivia, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Olivia Dacier, Head of Applied Research APAC at Contigo. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.